1: On now for The Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford on W-E-E-I.
2: WEEI. And streaming everywhere
1: on the Odyssey app.
3: Here's one from Coop. What's your favorite podcast? The Bradfoe Show. Baseball isn't boring. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that been, white t-shirt. Uh, I got it. It. It's a good t-shirt, right? I got it, yeah, It I really it. makes your triceps like something. <laughs> it's tight. I mean, like. <laughs> I can't wear it today. You oh, you guys, is, it, is it too tight? No, no, it's just, like, slim fit,
4: you know? It's right, like it's like
3: a, it's, it's Italian cut.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah Italian,
3: Italian cut? Yeah, right? I've never heard that before. It's right? Michael Scott, The Office. Here's one from Coop. What's your favorite? All right! Andrew, excellent job. Excellent job leading in. That was Xander Bogarts. And I'm Rob Bradford. This is the Bradford Show. Haven't been talking to you in this time slot for a little bit. That's okay. Uh, We get a lot to get to. Obviously, these things fly by. The last time, as I was telling Christian, Arkan, it was so good to see his smiling face. Last time I was doing this shift, I think Coop and I. We basically did, did the most important thing that anybody can do in the offseason, which is find walk-in music for relief pitchers. And in that case, it was John Schreiber. We landed on the walk-in music for him. You can go check that out. We'll play that a little bit later. But today, we're not going to stop there. We had a lot to get to here on the Bradford Show. It's two hours. It's basically two hours of baseball. You know how this works. All right. What is seven times 24, Andrew? Do we know? What's, how many hours in a week? Do we know? I'm not a math major. Okay,
5: not off the top. All of my right, mind. it's a <laughs> lot.
3: It's a lot. All right, can we carve? More than one can we can we carve out two hours for baseball talk? Which, by the way. Everybody loves. Everybody loves the offseason. They might love the offseason more than they love the real season. That's how every sport is. People love team building. They love the idea of what might be, and this is what we're here for. This is the Bradfoe Show. We're a podcast. Baseball isn't boring. It's a national daily podcast. I want you to subscribe. I want you to leave five stars for the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast, which I'm doing every single day nationally. Going across the entire, I can rattle off the guests, but 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 one of the guests that we just had on, and really sort of the guy that was the launch, uh, the launching pad for all of this, the baseball isn't boring conversation. Joe Kelly, you may know him from uh, such educational films as Joe Kelly Fight Club. What's your favorite? Okay, well there you go. <laughs> we, you may Michael. know that's all, all. good. We we know we know him um, from the White Sox, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Cardinals. But more importantly, of helping make us understand that baseball is not boring, which is he was a Springboard board for the baseball isn't boring cause for the, 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 um, the foundation of it. So, 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 just the other day, we had the Joe Kelly uh, Holiday Spectacular, and within that, within that, we did talk about the recruiting in baseball, about recruiting. Aaron Judge, obviously, is going out. He's being recruited all over the place. This is what happens in free agency. We have plenty of examples of this. Put the guy's name up on the Jumbotron. Give the guy a bag of cash, whatever it is. But we had Joe come on the Baseball Isn't a Boring podcast to talk about whether that actually isn't important. Is that a thing? And he had some very, very poignant stuff. We want to play that a little bit later in show off of the Baseball Isn't a Boring podcast. Once again, five-star review. Go subscribe. Same, same thing for the Bradfoe Show podcast. But we want to get to our good friend, friend of the program, the person who you heard at the top. Talk about saying that the Bradfoe Show is his favorite podcast. That is a someone named Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts. We know that you're listening, Xander. We know that you're listening. How do I? We know because you just said you just. We just heard you say that you. We the Bradfoe Show is your favorite show. That's what he said. It's on the record, right, Andrew? It's on the record. Correct. We did play it. We did. It. That wasn't a made up voice. That was Xander Bogarts. That was the last day of the season saying the Bradfoe Show is his favorite show. So right now. I have a pretty good idea, at least 90% sure, that Xander Bogarts is on the beach in Aruba listening to this show. So there's a couple of things that I want people to do. This is, this is going to be an interactive show. We're going to be with you all the way up until 6 o'clock. This is your blessing, uh, not even the disguise, this is just your blessing that you get to hear about baseball. You get to talk about baseball all this time. And one of the things I want you to do is I want you to call in at 617-779-7937. And don't let me just rant and rave about the shortstops on the open market, the free agents, the Xander Bogarts of the world, those sort of guys. Don't just let me do that. You call in. Xander's listening, I think. Xander's listening. So 617-779-7937. And if we get enough calls, we'll make it all into a tape and we'll make it all into a recruiting package, all right? Who says, we we understand that going and seeing your name or seeing your picture on the Jumbotron for Aaron Judge out in San Francisco might not make any difference in the world, as we're going to hear a little bit later in the show from Joe Kelly. He says, I am out on recruiting. It is an old way of thinking, but, but, but. I am going to attack it a little bit differently. If you want Xander Bogarts back in Boston, then you call this show, And you say, hey, Xander, this is why you should come back. This is why you're valued here. This is why maybe uh, they're not going to pay you quite as much money as the Phillies or the Padres, but, 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 you can come back and you can be a member of our community because you're so valued and this is the reason why. This is your opportunity. So if he leaves, don't say that I didn't give you an opportunity to help keep Xander here. Don't tell me that. Okay, call 617-779-7937 and tell me why you want Xander Bogarts back. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Maybe you want Carlos Correa. Maybe you want uh, Trey Turner. Maybe you want Dansby Swanson. I don't know, but we can't just say, hey, pay the money. Go get him. I'm giving you an opportunity. There you go. And we're going to get into the shortstop market. We're going to get into free agency. We're going to get into all the things that the Red Sox are doing. And like I said, A little bit later, we are going to get into uh, what Joe Kelly said about the art of recruiting. Because uh, think about it: this how awesome is recruiting? Andrew, where did you go to school?
5: I went to Eastern Connecticut State University. I
3: mean, the powerhouse that is Eastern Connecticut State University, actually uh, national champs last year. All right, baseball. Ah, Okay, there there you go. And do was there was there any recruiting done to get those players in? Of course. Right. How did they do it? Oh, these.
5: Beats, beats me. Okay. Well, well, I'll talk to him, right?
3: you, you got to talk to him and then you give him a bag of cash. No, I'm just kidding. I, Eastern Connecticut State would never do that. I take that back. I don't want to get you in bad graces with, what's the name of the team? What's the nickname? The Warriors. Oh, of course they are. The Warriors. Sorry. I mean, I knew that. It I knew that. Used to be
5: the Pride back in the 90s, I believe.
3: It's funny. Springfield College, my alumni, uh, my uh, the place that I went, uh, it used to be the Chiefs. Now it's the Pride. So, yeah. you're welcome. We took over the pride. Anyway, I don't want to get into that because Eastern Connecticut, I don't want to get into the, the, uh, eh, the, 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 inner, the inner workings of Eastern Connecticut State recruiting, but I do want to get into the recruiting of, of baseball, of a guy like Aaron Judge. Doesn't mean anything. There's a guy like Xander Bogarts. When he goes to, should he jet to Philadelphia and all of a sudden be wooed by Dave Dombrowski? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe how awesome this is. This is unbelievable. Does it matter? Does it matter? Maybe if he goes to San Diego, which is another team that's interested in Xander Bogarts, and they say, look at how nice the weather is. Here you go. Here's Machado. Here's Tatis. Here's all this talent across the board. You're going to be good. It's nice weather. I know that you hate the cold weather. We have you documented saying that because you're from Aruba. Here it is, Xander. Maybe that is something. But I think that what across the board... It comes down to the money. It comes down to the years. It does not come down to the, uh, the bells and whistles that come to recruiting. And you're going to hear Joe talk about this a little bit later. He has a better perspective than I do. Okay, so here, here, let's reset this. Once again, if you want to actually have a case to help bring Xander Bogarts back because he is listening, at least 90% sure he is listening, if you want to have that case – then you call in 617-779-7937 and give your message to Xander. He's listening, and if he isn't listening or if he maybe takes a break, goes uh, goes to the, I don't know, the, whatever, the, the end of the beach and takes a break from listening, and we're going to give him all the sound and deliver it. There you go. You can be on that tape. If you want to do that. If you don't, that's fine too. If you want to give it for Dansby Swanson, God bless you. Okay, that's one thing. Another thing, is what we also talked about at the beginning, which is we have Zach Kelly, Red Sox relief pitcher. A good story, another good story. A couple of really, really good stories we had Schreiber on earlier last month, and this month we have Zach Kelly. Um, he, he could be a really, real real weapon in this bullpen. Showed a lot at the end of the year. But more importantly, we're going to go through each piece of the Red Sox bullpen, hopefully throughout the offseason, and do, uh, do God's work and basically give them their walking music. Because a lot of these walk-in music stink. They can't all be Timmy Trumpets of Ed, like Edwin Diaz. Has he? They can't all be that. A lot of these stink. We, we came up with a good one for John Schreiber, and we're going to come up with a good one for Zach Kelly. So if you have a good, maybe it's one that you wanted Schreiber to take that he didn't take, I don't know. But if you have a good one for Zach Kelly, who's going to call in at five and declare which walk-in music he has for the 2022-3 season, then do it. 617-779-7937. All right. The table is set. And, of course, the person at the head of the table, every time we have this show in this time slot or any time slot, really, is Jeff from Watertown. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what's going on?
2: Hey, Bradford. How are you doing? Uh,
3: good to hear from you, Jeff. Long time no talk. Same
2: here. Congratulations on the, uh, the, the uh, new podcast. I've been checking it out. It's very.
3: Uh, it's good. Oh wait, 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 wait! You said it's very. Uh, it's good.
2: <laughs> Jeff, so, no, it sounds real good. Okay, what, real what, good.
3: what? 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 what Suggest? Well, give me suggestions. Give me the baseball isn't boring national daily podcast. Give me
2: suggestions. Give you a suggestion? Uh, keep. I mean, keep doing what you're doing. I think it's a it's a great one. I think uh, the production values up a, up a little bit. Sounds a little crisper, sounds a little cleaner, sounds good. All right, well, we're, we're, we're working on it. It's, uh, but, uh, but I want to, first of all, I have my, I have my pitch for Xander. Oh, okay, hold on, this hold is. on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
3: hold on, ready? Three, two, one, go ahead.
2: Please come back to the Red Sox, because I don't want to hear Allison from Cambridge cry anymore on the radio. <laughs> so so that, that's why we need him back. I'm glad right? you I'm glad but you she, Jeff she cried for him, he could he could he could, you know she went out for him, he could come out back for her, right?
3: Jeff, I'm glad I'm glad that you mentioned Allison. And if Allison doesn't call, which is she was the uh, the the original plea for xander to stay which was all the way back i think in late march if she doesn't call today i'll be very disappointed because she needs to be on this this tape that we're giving xander or Xander's listening to on the beach anyway so it's a good that's a that's a good one that's a good one so what do you think jeff Jeff, you you are an expert you go ahead
2: again i need to talk to you about. i've been trying to talk to you for three weeks about dave dombrowski (laughs) and and the uh, story in the paper about how the the uh, Phillies actually used the way that John Henry treated him to uh, to get him to come to Philadelphia. Like, we're not going to treat you the way they treated you in Boston. 11 months after you win a World Series, they get rid of you. That's embarrassing. I mean, that that is pathetic. I mean, I've always defended John Henry. I've always thought he, uh, you know, that he uh, stepped stepped forward. It's embarrassing to think that, that uh, you know, the reputation that we have now uh, over the way they treated Dave Dombrowski, and he gets his team to the World Series with a guy that, uh, that we should have had. I mean, the whole thing. Like, I just – you know, I've been dying to talk to you because what an insult that is to the – you know, just how, how badly that makes us look
3: One of the things, Jeff, is yep. what's interesting is, first of all, Dave Dombrowski, I think it was just last week, signed an uh, extension through 2027. So, clearly, they like him. They like the job that he's yep. doing. And it, I think that when you come back to when they let Dombrowski go – and this is this is a, it's such a delicious conversation because Jeff, it's it's you have these two entities, you have the Dombrowski way of doing things. You have the perceived Heim Bloom way of doing things. And and we then now you're getting a little going back to the beginning of September. You have Bloom throwing shade a little bit more and more and more about the Dombrowski way of doing things. And now, Jeff, now you have the ultimate, which is two teams fighting for this one player uh, where, you know, who would – ever think that, that Dave Dombrowski isn't gonna just throw a bag of money at Xander Bogart's if he wants to get the guy. He doesn't lose out on the guys. But I think and if that if you can play in Boston you can play in Philly. Oh that's well other, I mean I don't think that's so I good think good. that's one of the that's one of the drawing cards. Yeah. But I think Absolutely. that you know I think that when when you come back to when they let Dombrowski go, they let him go because they felt like he, you know, he overextended himself, signed guys that he shouldn't have. And, you know, you have the farm system conversation, although I, I still, it drives me a little yes. bit nuts, as we've nice. talked about before. Um, Fake news. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you you have all that. And I think it comes back to ownership. Ownership, is this is a really, really good ownership group because it comes back to winning. But they're also a very reactionary ownership group. And so, you take that what they did with Dombrowski, which is we don't like the way things are going. We like how things are going in Tampa. We like this new way of doing things. And now, Jeff, you flash forward to the here and the now, and it's, it's, okay, ownership group, the reactionary ownership group, how reactionary are you going to be once again? I find this fascinating, don't you?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it like they're back on a loop. Like, now they're back to – you know, low-balling, you know their own players and saying it you know it takes two to make a trade when they're the other one's not not stepping up like it, it's almost like they're on the loop and now they're back to you know the way they the way they were in you know 2014 or something yeah you know, and John left like, like it's like they go through like the cycle and they're looping back and now they're in like the low phase or something it's it's bizarre to me
3: well Jeff uh, we... and, and,
2: for, and for Dave Dombrowski to like to call you know when they said you know is John Henry one of the people to look forward to seeing he's like no like like for for a GM to come out and just Publicly, basically say like you know, <laughs> I don't want to talk to that guy. I don't want to see that guy. Like that—that's just amazing to me.
3: Yeah, it was, it was uh, a bad that's
2: not, scene. That's not bad, at Jeff,
3: yeah. Jeff, we're gonna run to a break, but hey, listen, it's good hearing from you, and uh, and we'll talk to you next time. I think we have a show going forward every time on Saturday, so look forward to talking to you a lot. All right, that's Jeff in Watertown. This is the Brad Foe Show, 617-779-7937. Call to make your plea to Andrew Bogart. If you like, also call because Zach Kelly is calling in at 5 to pick a walk in music. We need some help with that. All right, like I said, 617-779-7937. Here's Andrew with the trending.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
1: They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right back to it. The Bradfoe Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
3: All right, welcome back to the Bradfow Show. I'm Rob Bradford, along with my guy, Andrew, behind the glass. We've already talked to Jeff in Watertown, and he took issue once again with the way that Dave Dombrowski left town. And definitely, we're going to find out if if the Red Sox are leaning a little bit more into the Dombrowski way of doing things. In, in terms of we have money to spend, we're going to do a little bit of shock and awe. We're going to get a little uncomfortable. We're going to pay the pay the piper when it comes to what the free agents are looking out for. Most particularly, the Plan A, Plan A, Plan A. Put it on the bumper stickers. You don't even need his name. Plan A is Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts, who we have already said at the top of the show, this is your opportunity, we have we have proclaimed and we have proof that this is Xander Bogarts' favorite show. He said that. Yes, Andrew, he said this, Correct. He said it. He said it. He, it's on we, the podcast, too. It's on the podcast. It's out in on Twitter. It's everywhere. Xander Bogart pro, has proclaimed on the last day of the Red Sox regular season, perhaps the last day he was er, ever wearing a Red Sox uniform, that the Brad show is his favorite show. That's what he said. So, all we can do, science would suggest that he is sitting on the beach in Aruba listening to this show. If that is the case. This is your opportunity. This not wasted. If you think if, excuse me, if you think that he is should be coming back. If you have a case for him to come back, then there you go. Here it is. I'm delivering it to you. 617-779-7937. Tell him. He's listening, we think. Tell him. He's listening, we think. All right? That's it. Okay? And if he's not listening, we'll give him the tape. There you go. There's a recruiting pitch. And as we talk about recruiting just in a little bit, I do want to play a conversation I had on the baseball isn't boring podcast, which you can subscribe to, and I, I implore you do because every single day a new episode comes out uh, with Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly talking about the merits of of recruiting. Is it an archaic thing? Do you think that? And what do you think? I mean, listen, like we know how important as recruiting is to college. We understand that. We understand what it means for a, a Lane to show up in the metal bleachers. For a high school quarterback. Great. But for Aaron Judge, do you think it makes any difference at all? Yeah, I mean, no, it's
5: not definitely not archaic. I mean, uh, for me for a Red Sox fan, I would hope that the Red Sox were whining and dining Aaron Judge right now.
3: Okay, do you, but, but do you think it makes a difference??
5: Yeah, I I think it can. I mean, I think it's more money than it is whatever. I mean, you can take, you know, Aaron Judge to whatever restaurant in Boston you want to. At the end of the day, Mm. are you going to give him, you know, the fat stack of cash?
3: Yeah, I think that, I I think, no, I think that absolutely Aaron Judge would absolutely like the shrimp cocktail over the Capitol Grill. Yeah. That would put him over the top. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But you're not alone. You're not alone. I remember we have plenty of examples of guys being wooed here where they come in and they put his name up on the, and JumboTron and they take him out to eat. And you know, it's funny in this podcast uh, that we dropped on Friday, we I resurfaced a conversation I had with John Lester. And John Lester was a guy who he he obviously was with the Red Sox, didn't want to leave the Red Sox, but went to Oakland and saw that the world wasn't flat and and said, "Oh, wait, wait a second, there's life outside Boston." And he, now he goes into free agency. Now his mind is open to the outside world. Including, by the way, of seeing different people, hearing from different people. And that year when John Lester was a free agent, you had the Giants, you had the Cubs, and you had Red Sox. And it's well documented what Theo Epstein did in terms of recruiting John Lester. And I think some of what that recruitment did, some of what Theo did really had an impact on him signing. But, 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 Andrew, at the end of the day, the Cubs gave more money, gave more years. Now, John Lester talks about this on the podcast. With the Red Sox, he gets together with Sam Kennedy and John Henry and they give him a book. They give him, like, this scrapbook. And then at the end of it, it's like this, this Photoshop thing about winning a championship or having his number retired, and whatever it is. But it was a book. And he's like, on the podcast he's talking about it, he said, yeah, I think I still have that around here somewhere. I My point is... It's it's all well-meaning. It's all well and good. I you know I don't think, and you are going to hear Joe talk about this. He's actually think it could hurt in some instances. I don't necessarily think it will hurt, and I do think it's important for Japanese players coming over because they're going to see sort of the community, the landscape, living in the United States, what that's all about. The Red Sox, in case you didn't know this, when it came to Shohei Itani, they, wanted, they were planning on meeting with Shohei Otani because they obviously wanted to recruit Shohei Otani, but Otani never even let them recruit him. Otani never took a meeting with the Red Sox. So the Red Sox had these jerseys made up for this idea of recruiting Otani. And it's a Celtics jersey, a Bruins jersey, a Patriots jersey, and obviously a Red Sox jersey. And it says Otani on in the back of them. And I've tweeted out the picture of the Bruins-Otani jersey a million times. But it's funny because... It doesn't hurt, I guess, but what are we doing at the end of the day? What are we doing? All right, so I find this conversation interesting. The Red Sox, they're going to be, we haven't heard a ton of activity other than signing Jolay Rodriguez, other than signing a couple other guys, but we haven't heard a ton of they are going in all in on guys. Even like we just see this report. This comes out, you know, every once in a while throughout these days of this team's interested in these guys. Like the Blue Jays are interested in these outfielders. The one, the most recent one, was the Mariners interested in Benintendi and Nimmo because they're they want outfielders. We haven't even heard that when it comes to red Sox. All we know is that Xander Bogarts is their plan A. All we know. Is that the Philadelphia Phillies, the San Padres are also interested in Zander Bogarts. All we know is that they're making offers to Rafael Devers as well, trying to get him signed. And there's still ways away, but they got some time to do that. I think, I think like
5: 80 million was the number that they're yeah, and 80 apart, million yeah.
3: apart. But uh, then another report came out. There was 50 million. Uh, listen, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, they're going to have to come up to Devers' price. He has the leverage. He has all the leverage. You're going to have to come up to his price. Why would he settle? It makes no sense to me, and we're going to get back to the recruiting thing in a second, but it makes no sense to me why Rafael Devers would move off 10 years to $300 million. No sense. Why? What does he have to lose? He'll go to a contract year. He'll have a great year. He'll make his money. Why go down to the Red Sox level? I don't think it's like he was like, I have to play in Boston. No. It's fine. So, anyway... If, if Rafael Devers, let's play this out. Rafael Devers goes, has a great year, gets the free agency next year. How awkward would that be? How awkward would it be if, if all of a sudden the Dodgers are wooing Ra- for Rafael Devers? Saying you're going to have a Hollywood, uh, a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Rafi. <coughs> you're going to have all that. I mean, that would be, you think Bogarts is awkward? Oh my goodness. I I don't think it's going to get there, but, but, but. We have to play this out. Both guys are are on the cliff when it comes to being lifelong members of the Red Sox, or at least Red Sox past next year. All right. So we talked about recruiting. Aaron Judge went out to the San Francisco uh, Giants. And Steph Curry, by the way, this is part of the recruiting. You tell me, Andrew, if you thought this had any say in in Aaron Judge. You hear about this, Steph Curry? I haven't. Okay. But it kind of reminds me... uh... Uh,
5: it's not to switch sports, but like how um, Edelman was recruiting Kevin Durant when he came out here. It's, oh, you always well, love to see well, other athletes. Okay, in all right, so
3: excellent effort, but Edelman was not there. But you have a great, great example. Yeah, yeah, not, Durant, not present. Kevin but, Durant out. In, yeah, Kevin Durant out in the Hamptons, which I mean, Tom Brady, and of course, of course, you have to have Kelly Olynyk there. Right. But but Andrew, you're making my point with Kevin Durant. Like they did that shock and awe in the Hamptons. Didn't make a difference. I mean, in, in the in the Players' Tribune thing, I think it was the Players' Tribune um, uh, expose that Durant did after, he was like, oh, I was blown away, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? You were blown away by money. You are blown away by the opportunity to win. And so Aaron, so what I'm talking about with Aaron Judge is Steph Curry made a call to Aaron Judge as part of this recruiting thing. And... And you say, well, why would you know Steph Curry do that? Well, number one, Bay Area, obviously, you have the Bay Area guys. Ortiz, they wanted Ortiz to go out to the Hamptons to recruit Durant. So you you bring in the local athletes. But with Steph Curry, what made it even better was that Steph Curry is a lifelong Red Sox fan. And Steph Curry comes out and he says, I'm trying to do my part for my Red Sox. And so which which is awesome. And it's like obviously tongue in cheek. But you have to understand. When into when Steph Curry says that, he's a legit Red Sox fan. He had his bachelor party at Fenway Park. Yeah. Yeah. It's So it's, it's certainly interesting. It yeah, so I mean, I think it, what it comes down to is best foot forward, right? Best foot forward. You do whatever you can. All right. So I I don't want to just ramble about my take on this and the examples and so forth and so on. We had a great conversation on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast, the Joe Kelly Holiday Spectacular that dropped on Thursday. You can go check that out. But I want to pluck out part of it. This is the part where I talked to Joe about the art of recruiting, and I thought that he had a very interesting outside-the-box pointed take. So here you go. Here's Joe Kelly. Being recruited by a team. All right? I find this really interesting, and the reason I – as we sit here immediately thought of you I thought of that situation was because Aaron judge went to the giants, went to San Francisco, you know, and now he's going to get the name up on the jumbotron. He's going to, you know, get all the, the bells and whistles. And you had that experience with the Dodgers, right? Correct. Uh, I mean, no. not the,
4: no, you went to the, I Dod- mean, yes, I went to the Dodgers for like three hours, but that was just to like, them to find out what kind of guy I was, I think Aaron judge is different. Everybody's trying to like sell them. Like, Hey, look at how nice our stuff is. Look how much money we'll give you. I've never had anything like that. That's like real recruiting. Like, Hey, we'll give you this too. Mine was just like, my recruiting was like only one team. And it was like, Hey, this is what we're going to do to make you better. This is what you do. That's really good. Uh, this is why we'd like you to play her. Um, and then, you know, weeks, 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 weeks go by. It's like, and then you get an offer. Um, okay. So that, I only had one experience. And that's just because I was local. Like they would probably never do it. Like if I was out of town, they're not going to fly me in. But that's still recruiting. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, not I guess like so. you didn't get like the, you didn't get like the blue chips duffel bag of cash,
3: but still it's.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's I, still, I guess it's recruiting, but I'm assuming like the judge thing, like, when Harper was flying around, like that's real recruiting.
2: Have you like, ever talked put
4: you in a nice hotel? Have you ever talked to anybody like about that like like being recruited? No, I think it's kinda of outdated and cheesy, honestly. Really? Like that kind of recruiting? Like that's what college kids like. Big leaguers are just like, Hey, is your team good? Hey, you have a good family? Hey, uh is money the same as I'm gonna offer someone else unless you have a great offer like that's not gonna change really anyone's mind, I don't think. When you're that kind of free agent, because you know what you're supposed to get, so it's like, hey, now show me what what other extracurricular things you guys have. Can I go take a? Can I? Do you have like a? Do you have a nice bed? I can sleep somewhere. I don't know, just like little things. Because everyone everyone's gonna be similar with money for Aaron Judge type player. Well, there's nothing that they're gonna show you to be like, oh. Well, you know what another, I mean. There's no differences. Another part of it, though, is is I think that, and I
3: always bring this up with the John Lester situation, like John Lester. Just want, wanted to stay in Boston. He gets traded the year that you get traded the Red Sox. He gets traded to yeah, Oakland, yeah. and then all of a sudden he sees, wait a second, there's a light. There's a world outside of here. It's like it's yeah. what probably Bogarts or these guys are going through now, which is yeah, it's it's nice to be wanted, right? I mean, it's it's what and you've yeah, it, yeah. probably when you went from St. Louis to Boston, it was hey, you know what? This is
4: there is a world outside this one world that I know. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Like, uh, especially if you're a good-ass player on a crappy team and, like, you've been there for six years, you know, like, where you get zero fans, like, that free agency is probably wild. Like, this is what real major league baseball looks like. You probably are, like, me, I got a chance to play for real major league baseball looks like my whole career. So getting recruited, like, if you were by a a team that has a lot of money but has not been a perennial powerhouse, like, the planes are going to be crappier, you know, their stuff's going to be outdated, like, like, it's not, like, there's. you can't show me something that I haven't already came from which is going to make me sell, like, a selling point, like, ooh, I want to play here, but, like, if you came from, like, I don't know, someone who's outdated, like, the Pirates or someone like that, and you went to a team that knows all this stuff, you're like, oh, my God, I thought I was in the big leagues, but no, this is the actual big leagues, like, you know, we got the best chef in the in the state, we got the best, you know, um, you know, training room in the state, like, everything's, like, you know, nicer, bigger, better. Like, that's something that would be a major factor. Like, Aaron Judge came from the big leagues of big leagues. Like, you know, the Yankees have the best food. They bring in, like, Brazilian steakhouses to come cut it on your plate. Like, so, like, there's no – there's nothing that a team's going to show them that Aaron Judge hasn't seen. So, ultimately, it's like, all right, well, what do you do for family? Um, what do you do to give me my alone time? Uh, can I not talk – can I talk to less media here, you know, probably because he's probably tired or sick of sick you know, being a microphone, you know, wherever you feel more comfortable. Um, what, what can you do for me on that aspect? Because money's going to be the same, but you're not going to like have a bell and whistle and be like, Oh, look what we have. This is new technology. He's like, I just had that. So his is definitely a lot different um, in that aspect, but you know, ultimately yeah. whatever you ask for, he'll get.
3: Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I, I just find it. And with it was I just have exam and you're right, because I look at it and and it's probably outdated. I mean you hit the nail on the head. Congratulations. Definitely outdated.
4: Yeah. I mean it's uh it's stupid. He- it's like what? We're grown men. Like you can't like ooh and ah, me like I'm an 18-year-old kid. Like, here, Coach K. I'm like I'm Coach K, come play for me. And they're like, Yeah, he's the he's the man, he's the best I've ever seen. Like, yeah, that works. Hey, I'm Nick Saban, come play for me. And kids are like shaking, like, oh yeah, my parents. Like, what are you trying to tell a 30-year-old, like, that he doesn't already know about this world? Like, that's almost like the recruiting might honestly hurt their chances, honestly, where they get to, like, talk to people and, like, have a conversation outside of baseball. It's like, hey, we got this. They're like, you, you come out of that meeting going, like, these dorks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he's already got money, so it's not like you're going to show, like, it's, I would be skeptical on going on recruiting trips. Like, I would, if I was an organization, be like, hey, we're known for being the best, let's not even recruit. That's it, because you almost like desperate, like get out of here, like a desperate girlfriend, like clingy. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't think saying the boss. Uh, would, no, you don't think that, like so and so team. Uh, well, matter of fact, now we're talking about this recruiting. Well, back. Oh, good, it's cheesy. Let's go. It's corny. Okay, I mean, let's yeah. this, this
3: go. I'm fine. Like, I mean, I haven't seen you passionate about it at something like this since Taco Bell. No, let's
4: recruiting, go. Recruiting is definitely. I'm out. I'm off recruiting. You're off. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Back. Nick Saban doesn't go to people's doors. You just want to go play for Nick Saban. Yeah, but they, he has his assistants go to people's doors. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you want to play for around Lowe? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Aaron Judge doesn't need to be recruited. I'm trying to think of who you played with, like teammates. And honestly, I wouldn't even want to go. Like, take my time, waste my time. Like, why would I want to go around the holidays? Like, I got to do. Like, why would I want to fly all the way out there? Like, he and I mean, Giants make sense because he's from there. But, like, like, if you have to fly across somewhere, like, no, get out of here. I got kids. I guess you didn't have kids. Right. I don't know. I'm off of it. No,
3: I, I hear you. I mean, it's, I will say this. It's different if, like, you're coming from Japan. Yeah. So. I guess I, so. I just want to put that asterisk up there. So. But I agree I mean I agree as as someone who uh loved the art of recruiting for high school basketball um I I can tell you it's hey listen either you're good or you're not true all right. That's Joe Kelly. Baseball isn't boring podcast. You can subscribe, listen to that anytime, but doing it every single day, dropping those, one of those every single day. They'll be for there for you at 6 a.m. All right. I'm going to get Andrew's response reaction to this. The guy who loves the art of recruiting at, at central Connecticut state or wherever you want. What, what was that? Is that right? Eastern. yeah, Whatever. Central Oh, the big rival. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, Eastern Connecticut State. All right, I'm going to get that reaction. You can call in 617-779-7937. Red Sox pitcher Zach Kelly at the top of the hour. We need walking music for him. We got a lot going on. This is the Bradfoe Show. Be back after this.
1: You're listening to the Brad Bradfoe Show on Boston Sports Original. W E I.
4: Outdated and cheesy, honestly. Really? Like that kind of recruiting? Like that's what college kids like. Big leaguers are just like, hey, is your team good? Hey, you have a good family? Hey, uh is money the same as I'm gonna offer someone else unless you have a great offer like that's not gonna change really anyone's mind, I don't think.
3: Yeah. Alright, there you go. There you go. That was Joe Kelly on the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. Once again, I encourage you every to subscribe because what happens is that you wake up in the morning and boom, 6 a.m. We have a new one every single day, and it's about baseball, and a lot of it means that baseball is not boring. There's a lot to love about the great game of baseball, which is why we are carving out these two hours, four to six. This is the Bradfoe Show, obviously. Brad Bradfoe Show all year long, all season long, now through the off season, I think we're going to be doing this Throughout the, uh, right up until spring training for the most part, which is just delicious for everybody because this is the time we, we didn't really do the math on how many hours are in the week. I guess we could, but all we know is this take whatever that is, subtract two, and that's how many uh, hours you talk football. And the two, how many hours that we talk baseball here at the Bradford Show, 617-779-7937. We have Zach Kelly, Red Sox pitcher, coming up at the top of the hour. We have his walk-in music queued up. We have John Schreiber's walk-in music, which we uh, basically helped him pick. We had to find for him, so when that plays at Fenway Park this year, you can all thank us here at the Bradford Show. It was a group effort. I mean, not only when we say we at the Bradford Show, the community here, the entire community, everybody was listening, everybody who chimed in. We got to the place where we got the sky walking music. Uh, we are also doing this. For Zach Kelly, and then we'll move on to the next relief pitcher in the Red Sox. Everyone needs good walking music. That's how you set the tone, not only for a, a good outing, but that's how you set the tone for a good experience for the entire ballpark uh for baseball. This is what it's all about. Didn't we learn anything from Timmy Trumpets Did, at over at the Mets with Edwin Diaz? Didn't we learn anything from Jonathan Papelbon before him? Of course. Of course. Andrew, I mean, isn't it isn't it, this is what one of the great things about this season was we had moments like the Edwin Diaz, the Timmy Trumpets thing. Yeah. You, you follow that at all?
5: Yeah. It makes you want to run through a wall. Oh, yeah. For a sport like baseball. I mean, so like I, oh, I would do Oh,
3: e- uh, uh, <laughs> Easy. Easy. Okay, go ahead.
5: What I mean, you? so like I would do intramural, intramural softball, right, when I was in college. Yeah. You know, we got to like the last, uh, to the to the final game, to the championship. And we were like, why not go all out? I mean, we looked ridiculous doing it, but we brought a speaker, everybody had a walp walk Right, song.
3: Exactly That's
5: in you know, you feel you feel like the guy who's like, you know, back in high school kind of reliving your glory days playing intramural softball. But hey, you know, <laughs> if if we want if if we love it, you know, then I can't imagine what it feels like in the big leagues. I
3: think that's a good way to to start when we get Zach on at the top of the hour to talk to him a little bit about, okay, if we're gonna do this and he has I'm gonna not gonna lie, the one that he has now is a pretty good one. And we'll play that leading into him coming on. But okay, Zach. Here's the thing: if you have to have a song for an intramural softball game, and you're walking with nobody around, and you need the heart rate to, to rise up, what is the song gonna be? That's the key. It's like you—it's ha- not you don't have any fans in the crowd. It's just this gloomy April day, and you got to get people fired up because it's easy to be fired up in the playoffs. It's easy to be fired up at a big moment. That's fine, but it's that intramural softball game at Eastern Connecticut State University where you're going for the championship. That what is that going to be your song? This is we are making a lot of progress in a lot of ways when it comes to making baseball even more entertaining
5: something our uh something our team did when i, I think my junior year because unfortunately senior year got cut due to covid so we didn't do any games for uh, baseball I mean, listen, for broadcasting
3: covid covid took away a lot yeah, including yeah. the intramural softball at your college i apologize <laughs> for
5: that uh hey, what are you gonna do? still got the degree
3: okay <laughs> i mean you, 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 listen, if you give me the choice i might have gone with the intramural softball championship yeah but yeah. you're here that's good so,
5: um but you you know if you were a freshman on our baseball team the seniors picked the a song for you oh, and they really? didn't pick something you were going to no, like oh <laughs> so, interesting all right so it made it, you know as, as a as a spectator it made it interesting like you know that's you know it's it's still a very
3: interesting thing. Did you thing. feel we had this conversation, and I don't care. I'm going to keep publishing the, the podcast because we take a lot of pride in it. But we had a guy from the Savannah Bananas on Baseball this Morning. You know the Savannah Bananas, yeah, right? Yeah. So the Savannah Bananas, the best way to describe them, I and if you have a better way, Andrew, of describing them, go ahead. It's sort of like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. That's exactly how I okay. would put it. And, and the the thing that's shocking is, is – there's a lot of things that they do, which is, oh my goodness, this is so entertaining. This is the, the baseball couldn't do this, MLB couldn't do this, but having a guy walk up with a bat on fire, whatever it is. Yeah. But, but Andrew, and this is what Zach Frangillo, the director of entertainment, came on the podcast and said TikTok, and I, I know a lot of people who are listening to this show have no idea, no, no idea what the concept of TikTok is, but just take my word for it. It's a big thing and it's only going to get bigger. And so, TikTok. The biggest team, the, the biggest account for a Major League Baseball team right now is the New York Yankees at 1 million. The Savannah Bananas, their TikTok account is at 3.7 million. And if that doesn't make MLB stand up and take notice, yeah. I don't know what's going on,
5: right? No, absolutely. I mean, I saw one video of uh, they were getting ready to pitch right yeah but you had like the entire infield and the pitcher doing a dance yeah trying to make the batter guess when or when's he gonna throw the ball it's it's the extreme
3: of it's ridiculously it, yeah funny. it's extreme of entertainment but i think that this year we've talked a lot about this it, the i think the the street what we what really what we we take away from this year is is that I think people are more open to entertaining and entertainment. And one of the per- people who doing the podcast, we did a Brad Bradford show podcast with this guy is Zach Kelly, the guy who's going to come on next and listen to him. We talked about hockey. We talked about uh, the new rules. We talked about all this stuff. And I think that even a guy, a young guy like this is open to having entertaining conversation, which I got to be honest with you a couple years ago, they might be sitting in the corner saying, oh, the veterans don't want me to say anything. But, 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 all of that said, we do have Zach Kelly on. And we do have, uh, we are going to give him the holiday gift, which is finding his walk-in music. All right. Zach Kelly, come up. 617-779-7937. We're going to be with you all the way until 6 o'clock. I'm Rob Bradford. This is The Bradford Show. Be back after this.